Blog Talk Radio. It's the last few days to play the Monopoly Collector Win Game at Albertsons. Play now through May 3rd and you could still win incredible prizes, including a million dollars cash, a vacation home, and more. Look for products with the Monopoly Collector Win tax throughout the store. Score bonus tickets when you buy participating items and collect game tickets for your chance to win a brand new car, a home makeover, or a trip of a lifetime. Play now at Albertsons while ticket supplies last. See game rules at PlayMonopoly.us. Monopoly is a trademark of Hasbro and is used with permission. Blog Talk Radio. Good evening. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was waiting to hear the words of Blog Talk Radio. Good evening. I'm Dr. Nefertiti Noel. And I'm Darren Noel. And we're here for Relationship Wednesday. Yes, yes, yes. Um, yes, yet again, we are... Completely glad and, and amazed and happy that everybody has been calling, emailing, Facebooking us with their questions and the like, and we're excited to have you guys here with us another evening. So, again, our background, my name is Dr. Noel, and I run a thriving private practice that is in Chicago, um, as well as in Naperville, and we're growing throughout the, the western and southern suburbs um, of Illinois right now. Yep. We do um, individual therapy, corporate counseling, group therapy, and Everything in between that. Darren, what do you do? Yeah, my background is in corporate America, and here in the Wall Associates, I focus on mock interviews, resume consults, and life coaching. All right, absolutely. So today we're going to talk about buyer's remorse. Let me, go, let me give you some background. Each show, we have a reason that the show has, has come up. Right. Um, this particular show is we're talking about buyer's remorse because sometimes people get into relationships they get kind of committed very quickly or the situation goes where they're close really soon and then all of a sudden, maybe after a few dates, maybe after a year, maybe after longer, shorter, whatever your time frame is, people start to say, huh, I kind of think I got what I paid for, so to speak, and I don't want to be in this relationship anymore. And so people have been emailing me and asking me, Dr. Noel, how do I get out of a relationship when I realize that I'm with the wrong person or for the wrong reasons or I'm not feeling it anymore, or, like, how do I move on after um, I've discovered that I don't want to be there? And I'm getting this question from men and from women. Sure, and it's an important question because most of the time it's only going to be one relationship that's not going to, you're not going to break up with somebody, right? That's if you get married. Other than that, all the other people that you're dating, you're going to break up at one point in time or another. So this is a skill or something that you're going to have to learn, have to deal with, okay, because as you're out there dating, guess what? Most of the relationships we get into, we're going to have to break up at one point, or someone's going to break up with us, right? So either way, it's going to happen for the majority of people at least a number of times. Absolutely. Let me also say this to people. Um, I've even had people that came to me married and told me they've realized that that they don't want to be where they are. Mm. They've got a little bit of bias remorse, and what are they supposed to do? But that's a different skill set. So there's a skill set that we use when we first get involved in someone. There's a skill set that we use um, when it's been like a year or so. There's a skill set that we use on the first date when we find out is not the place to be. There's a way to friend zone people. There's a way to kind of back, kind of moonwalk out of the relationship, and we want to talk about all of those things. Absolutely. Great point. Do you want to start with uh, the, the one-day relationship? What do you want to start about? Or Let's start with what do you do when you're on a date with somebody and mid-date you say, uh-oh, not who I thought it was, right. not what I want to do. So let's talk about that first date, that little, that kind of low level of commitment where um, you really don't need to be 
you don't have to stick around. You haven't made any commitments to anybody, right? Right. So in those scenarios, let me say this really clearly to ladies and guys, complete the date. I mean, now here's the reasons to not complete the date. Someone's attacking you. Someone's verbally or physically abusive. Someone is so offensive that you, you can't just kind of stay around and complete the date. But if it's a generally nice person, but you've, like, in the middle of the date realized, I don't want to be in this situation, when you end the date, say something to the in the effect of, hey, I, I enjoyed our time together, but I, I'm kind of not feeling like I want to move in a dating relationship. Is there a way that we can kind of be friends? How can we fit into each other's lives without, if we want to, without making this more intense than we need it to right. be? Right. And, and you hit it right on the head. If it is that way, I would just say, you know what, I enjoy the time out. I'm not really feeling this. I don't think uh, this is going to be going, I, I want to pursue this relationship going forward, you know. Thanks for the evening. Had a great time, but I don't think we're a good match. Um, let's, let's just kind of call call a question right here. Absolutely. And, and I'll be uh, at the end of the date, and I'll be just let them know that and just say, hey, be honest with you. I'm, you're going to be honest with me. No problem. So there's no now, miscommunication on assuming no need to call me back two days later. How'd you like the date? It's you know no. We already have enough information to determine that. But go ahead. I was going to say now that's assuming that you've got sort of you feel like it's you're comfortable actually having that conversation. Some people a date ends and I've told them, listen, when the date is over you ended, you can count you can text some of this information too, because the first date is not the same as we've been out fifteen right. times. And you know, a lot of it depends also now is you know, is this a social media date? You you know, you guys hooked up on some kind of a, a social dating service and you don't even know the person? Is this somebody that you've been friends with for a long time and then you just decided you're going to start dating? Mm-hmm. Is this someone that you met in class, you knew this high vibe? Is this somebody dating? your parents have fixed you up with? Is someone your parents? I mean, so it's a, the, the outcome depends also upon the connection to the person. If your parents kind of arranged this with their best friends and they thought that your son and, you know, right. that you guys would be great together, but they still have to go to work together, they own a business together, you might want to moonwalk out, out of it a little softer, a little different, and maybe say, you know what, I really was, I'm just looking to have a friend. I'm very excited that my parents thought we'd be great friends. Right. But they quite, they didn't really ask me if I was in the dating mode. Right. And I'm not, but I, I still really like you. Fair enough. Fair enough. Or you can say, some people can be blunt. I'm not really having that connection with you, and I'm not looking to have, you know, I'm, I don't want to move in. Not necessarily pursuing the relationship any further. Absolutely. But I think the key point you talk about is, what is what's going to happen after the date? I mean, are you never going to see this person again? Are you never, you know, you're getting this social media, or you know, you're going to see this person for the next year because you got classes together, you work together. So right. it kind of depends on, you know, are you going to be seeing this person going forward, and what kind of relationship are you going to be going forward? Are you going back to the old relationship that you had, or you never had a relationship before? It also depends on what the first date was. You know, Darren and I are pretty conservative, so we're no sex on the first date type of a people. Right, but. If if you guys have kind of been intimate already, and then at the end of the night it's kind of, mm, I don't want to be with you anymore, that's also kind of something different. And I've heard people come and sit down with me and say, Dr. Noel, I'm dating a person, we're having sex, like I'm dating her, but she's telling me she's not sure if she wants to date. But she's sending me signals that are otherwise saying something different, right? right. Like those cross signals that are going through. I also have people that say to me, Dr. Noel, I keep telling this person I want to date them. They keep saying they're not ready to date. So then I pull back, but then they pull me back in like they want to do dating, but they really don't want to do dating, so what am I supposed to do? So number one, if, you, if you're if you deciding to end something quickly, 
actually cut it like cut it with a sharp sword, so to speak. Kind of and be like, person, yeah, this is the end. Like, don't have the elite, no liaisons, no mixed messages, no can someone interpret interpret what you just said, and you know, you kind of still want to be involved. You know, no. If you're if you're serious about wanting to end a relationship, hey, so be it. Come on, let the person know. Right, and so I think what we're trying to say here is start off honest. Yeah. Lead with the truth. Darren and I talked about that maybe two or three months ago. In relationships, lead with the truth. So if you started to date somebody, you see you don't like them, but that you still want to spend their money, that's not okay. Right. <laughs> if you started to date somebody, but they booked a really nice trip for you, I heard on uh, the radio that there was a, a couple that were mar- well, getting married. For some reason, their engagement didn't work out, and they broke up. So the guy had already paid for the honeymoon trip. Right. He took an ad out in the paper looking for anyone with his with this person's name because he wanted to take somebody on the trip. The trip was not refundable. They were requiring that he have a, that, that person has the same name. name. Right. He found three people with the exact same name, you know, Susie Snowflake or whatever. Wow. He interviewed all three of them. They went on the trip together. Right. But the lady on the radio said she was really clear when she first met him that this would not be any kind of a dating relationship. I'm just taking advantage of these tickets. Right. I mean, she had to pay her half. I mean, she right, still, right, I mean, right. I forgot, like, the, all the small details. But while they were there, like, for her, it was, like, 15 days in paradise. Right. But she let him know, hey, this, this is, is not anything I want to go. This is not a date. So we ain't, we're not going to do anything. In the we're just going to be, hey, I'm taking your ticket. I might not even see you when I get off the plane. Um, I'm shutting my half of the hotel suite. The, the door is going to be locked. So leading with the truth. And it's easier to quit something fast if you've led with the truth. Here's some other ways that, that people need to end relationships. If you're, if you're in a relationship you've dated for four or five weeks, let's say you disappoint. Now, this happens a lot. You disappoint the female or the male. You disappoint point the other party, right? right? People can sometimes fly into rages. This is one reason that people like to end relationships quickly. They can fly into a rage, and then you see, like, on day five, you're starting to date the Incredible Hulk, and you don't really like it, <sighs> right? You don't like what you see when they get angry. How do you back out of that one? You back out of that one very clearly by sending a very strong message of, hey, um, I'm going to call the police, or if you're, right. you're physical because that's inappropriate behavior, or you kind of get you get and then you don't call anymore, you don't contact anymore, you kind of say, hey, this is over. Yes. I think you talked about that a little bit on, on the first date of somebody you know, that this is not the person. You know, and if you need to, from a safety standpoint, get yourself in safety, I have no problem with you, make, you know, make sure you can say not finishing the date if you feel like yourself's in danger. I'll give you an example. What? I'll give you an example. Darren, I told you that when I first came back home from college, right. I worked at the mall. Well, while I was working at the mall, there were guys also working at the mall, and they didn't look any particularly way good or bad or whatever, but, you know, a couple of them were flirting with me. One guy decided to go, forgot. I, it could have been when I got back to college. It had to be, my, like, my freshman year because it was before we were dating. But this guy wanted to take me on a date. Like, he's like, meet me at the food court. That's kind of like the date or whatever. So we're there. I'm talking. We're laughing. And I'm having a good time, but I looked down, and at this time I didn't know what an ankle bracelet was. Oh, uh, okay. And so I looked down. If I told you the story? Uh, I, so, yeah. I looked down and dude has this like little flashing looking thing and it kind of looked like an eye watch before they had right. eye watches, right, or Apple watches. So I'm like, what's that? He said, oh, that's my locator, my ankle bracelet. Uh-huh. Now, and it wasn't quite a date. Like, I was like, I'll be at work around that time. He said, okay, I'll be there. If we get a few minutes early, we can eat. Right, okay. So that's what we did. And I'm sitting there thinking, 
when you say locator, <laughs> like kind of the funny, he said, oh, you know, like I'm on a work release program, and so I have to go back to my residential place. And so while he's talking, I'm like, yeah, no. Like, this, no. Like, is that happening? 50 Shades of no. not going to work out. So I'm sitting here thinking how do I back out of it. So, like, this is like I didn't have a cell phone or anything, so I couldn't, like, you know, beat myself or whatever. I said, you know what, I got to go to work now. Um, and like, you know what, I just, I got to go. So I just, I literally got up, left my food on the table, went directly to where I, my, where my job was. Right. But in that very moment, I realized, no, it's not going to work. So I don't go back to the food court for a while because <laughs> I'm not trying to bump in to do, you know what right. I'm saying? What but you? later he was like, oh, you know, why did you know you didn't come? I'm like, dude, I don't do people. I don't do right. that. Like, right. I, I don't have time for that. I'm, I'm a college for. girl. It's not what I'm right. looking for. But I was very upfront, and in the moment when I realized that there was an issue, I backed off immediately. Now, I didn't, I wasn't bold enough at that stage in my life to be like, you know, he could tell I had freaked out because I literally basically stood up and ran like, right. Whoa. right, I was like, you know, and, and that may be something that's your cup of tea, and ladies, if that is, guys, if that is, not a problem. I'm not knocking anybody. Right. I'm just saying that midstream, well, for me, I realized this wasn't going to be the scenario that I wanted to be in. Right. Let me tell you another scenario that got emailed to me. A young lady said that she had been dating a guy in college for two years, and it was their senior year. They were thinking about long-term relationships like marriage and whatnot, and so she said he took her home to meet his family. So she sits down at dinner with the family, and as she's sitting there, she realizes she doesn't connect with his mother, Mm. and she's like, she told me it triggered some stuff, like her mom, I guess, had a bad whatever, whatever, and so it triggered some things for her, like she just was looking at the mom, realizing this is not going to work out, and I can't be in this relationship, so what do I do? And so she's like, well, he had already paid for the trip and whatnot, so she, and, and he's her, like, she's staying with them. Like, she couldn't just, like, get up and leave at that point. Right. But my suggestion is that when you, when you get back in a space where you can have the conversation, because very clearly that I can't continue because I, I don't feel like marriage is the option, when I can't, I don't feel like I can break that barrier with your mother. To the family, right. We to the that family. connection. Right. You know, long term, when you look at a marriage relationship, you know, you're getting married to that person, but also that family is going to be heavily involved in it, so that comes into play as you're making those type of decisions from that, from that type of an intimacy relationship when marriage is involved. Absolutely. And when you look at things like that, I'm going to say one thing that a lot of people tell me when they sit down on my red couch as couples and they're ending. So here's another thing, ending something after 20 years. You have people sitting on my sofa that have been together 20 years, four or five children, college bills come and do, um, just entangled their whole lives together, and now they're backing away from one another. And, and one of the things you can do is nine times out of ten, earlier on in the relationship, one or both of the parties realized that they weren't a good fit, but they didn't end quickly. Oh, that's a good point. Say that again, Doctor. And that nine times out of ten when I sit with couples that are divorcing twenty after 20 years, 30 years, 16 years, four or five children later, they didn't end when they should have. They had signs early on, and they didn't listen to them. They ignored those signs. And so that's another reason we're doing this show. I want to save you a, a divorce 30 years later when it, first of all, you know, most people don't get married to get a divorce. Right. Right. Most people going in there to say, you know, this is going to be a lifelong partnership. Second of all, after 30 years, it's not impossible to disentangle, but the entanglements are like you will always have these kids Everything. with that person. Right. So now when you're, you're every graduation, every party, every bar mitzvah, every 
christening, every whatever you do, will still be involved with that person. So you'll be separated in the sense of we won't be married anymore. But if you're going to be still that playing those family roles, you're still going to see each other so very much. So if you catch things early on that you know are brass tax issues for you that are kind of you can't, this is something I can't put up with, you got to sever the relationship quickly and calmly. I mean, if there's physical, like we said, physical, emotional abuse, your life is in danger, you just leave, get to safety and right. be done. But if it's you see that you can't deal with their mother or you see that they have a drinking issue, here's another reason that people in relationships quickly. You're dating somebody, things are great, but every Friday, Saturday, he or she gets drunk and they get out of control. I, absolutely. I, I had that as a lot of things, unladylike from a guy family. You have a lady who you find out, you meet her, she seems like a nice lady, but all of a sudden you start going on your date, she's cursing, she's getting drunk. Like, whoa, wait a minute. Or whatever is, those things or are. Whatever that those you things consider. are that you yeah. consider, un, from a guy's standpoint, unladylike. You know, uh, this is going to be a, a quick, uh, this is not going to be for me, okay? Because those things can come, you may not come out when you first meet them, but as you start developing a relationship, these things may come out. What ways have you broke up with people before, Darren? Um, most of the time it's been in person. Um, uh, but that's your age range, right? Like, would you say? Yeah, in, in person. Um, it, it sometimes it's been on the phone if we have a breakup during a conversation. Because sometimes you could be on the phone having a conversation, and things start coming up, and you're discussing your relationship, and you are mutually agreeing. Fine, you know what? It sounds like we have some. We're disconnected. It sounds like we're we're not matching up, and it's it sounds like it's best for us just to kind of part as friends. Mm-hmm. So it can happen on the phone as much as possible. It's in a um, a private environment, either on the phone with just you and that other person, or you're, uh, uh, you could be at the person's house, and you could be at somewhere private. You don't want to be in a public spot and someone's crying, if at all possible. Yeah, that that resonated with me. Let me say something about privately breaking up. Again, this is if there's not a safety issue, right? right? If you're breaking up, it's not a safety issue, but, like, the relationship is running its course or you have aren't feeling um, attracted to that person, to publicly disgrace them doesn't benefit you. No. So definitely lead with honesty uh, and be respectful. Right. Be respectful. Don't say I'm not in the. I'm, I'm really not ready for relationships. If you know you're breaking up because you're dating, you kind of lightly dating two or three guys at, at a time, and this one isn't the one for you. But he's gonna see you on campus at the job up the street or whatever with this guy. Don't break up and say it's because I'm not ready for a relationship. You know what I mean? Right, right. Don't lie. You know, right. and don't do it in public. Don't pick an argument. This is another thing people do. This is a bad tool. They purposely pick a fight so that the relationship can end. And then they say, see, I wouldn't have done this if it hadn't been for you. So I don't think you have to pick a fight to break up. Certainly, as Darren said, a lot of times you can, people are having conversations, and in the conversation it gets heated and somebody says it's over. Right. But if at all possible, calm yourself down and just say, listen, we're not meeting in enough points or connected in enough points for us to stay together. Right. Here's another thing about waiting too long and not doing it quickly. Somebody could get hurt. Oh, absolutely. Not just emotionally, but physically. Like, if you if you find out, like I have people that find out that their partner's cheating on them sexually, like with somebody else, right. but then they stay. It's like you're prolonging the, the, the inevitable, and, and tempers are going to flare. Someone could get hurt in those situations. So you've got to learn how to back away from something as soon as possible in a safety in a, in a safety conscious way as possible, um, as honestly as possible. 
as honestly as possible. You don't have to tell unnecessary information. Try like you don't have to person. be abusive. You don't right. have to be abusive to the person. Uh, you know, I always wanted to tell you this, but I'm going to tell you this now when I'm breaking up. Come on. You just don't need to hurt somebody's feelings. Okay, in that scenario. And go ahead. I was going to say, a lot of people think they have to be angry to break up, though. I think that sometimes you could just look at a person and realize we're not made for each other in right. that way. You know, I, I like you, but you're not the person who I want to I see building a, a lifelong relationship with. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing wrong with that, mm-hmm. you know? And it could be I like you, but I don't even see myself partying with you. Like, sure. you're a nice person, but I'm not interested. I'm not connected. Right. And so the quicker you do that with someone, the easier it is to back away without a lot of hurt feelings. I agree. I agree. Here's another thing. Don't break up with someone by bringing someone else to, like, their event, their parties, their get-together. Don't do – you know, I've seen a lot of Facebook breakups. Um, You know, we've all seen the thing in the the Facebook post that says, you know, I'm done with Bob just in case he didn't know that the public service announcement, our situation has changed. Or you break up by by taking yourself from in a relationship to (laughs) – Single. Updating your status to let the right. person know. And that. that's how they find out. Then everybody, because I've seen that too, the status check, everybody, what happened? Well, right. you know, and it's like. That, I don't even know what happened. I thought right. we were fine. They could right. be saying that. Right. I mean, so these are ways not to break up that you don't do it on Facebook. Text message is hard. Now, if it's just been one date, it's okay to text message. Or even, here's another tactic if it's been one date, it's okay to not receive any more calls from that person. Right. I agree. You hit it around the head. Depend on how uh, how long you've been dating the person, how intimate you've been with the person. You know the t- the type of level of information you'll give and time you'll spend in the breakup uh, will will be will vary, right? If you've been dating with someone for five years, you've actually considered marriage, talked about it in some form or fashion. Met the family. Met the family. Been on family vacation. Right. You get a reunion. Uh, you know it's over. You know, like, you know what? We need to go out to dinner. I need to talk to you. See, I don't know if it needs to be dinner, though, because I think dinner's in the message. Let's sit here and let me give you my dear John letter in person. Okay. And maybe it's just personality. Maybe you should also think about what your personality is. Um, a lot of times if you mean something to somebody, they're expecting, like Darren said, a longer, drawn-out conversation. But I would rather, and I used to hear people say this at work, they would rather be fired at the beginning of the day. Right, then work all day. You know, you sit there working all day, putting all the energy in. Then they take you by the wrist and walk you out with a brown paper box. I always fire people. Why? (laughs) And you have to do. I don't know why, but that's just way. Rather get a full, no full day's work out of the person before they leave. Make sure you get whatever you need. But that's why you telling people to go out and have dinner. I'm kind of like let's sit down in the park in a public location, even though we're gonna be privately together on this bench. Right. Just in case, you know, you can't take me leaving. I'm so intoxicating. If I tell you I'm leaving, it's going to turn into a situation. Right. But Molly, it ain't working. You know okay. what I'm saying? You, did you all see, what was the name of the well, movie? Saying, Wait, what was the name right. of the movie where they were making clay? Oh, um, I know. As soon as you said that. Uh, making ghosts. Clay, ghosts. He was like, Molly, you in danger, girl. Right. So I'm just kind of the type that sits down and is like, listen, it's not going to work out. But let me also say this. People usually don't want to leave me or they don't want me to leave. Um, oh, 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 they want me. Um, but usually if I'm the one breaking out, be, hey, you know, it's not you. The situation is that things aren't working out right now. Right. I've got something going on. Just so many things happen in my life. I mean, it's honesty, but you don't want to be like, listen, you're not cute. Right. I don't like you anymore. Put your face friends up. 
put you up on Facebook in a picture, all my friends say you're ugly. That's not the kind of thing you want to do. You kind of want to say, listen, I got to focus. My college routine was I have to focus on my studies. I've noticed since we've been going out that, like, my studies are right. slipping. You know, I'm a straight-day student. I really don't do well when, I, when I'm multitasking like this. Hey, let's just be friends right now. I won't get upset if you are dating somebody else. When the time is right, you know, time and opportunity is a way that we can have success in our relationship. If the timing comes back around and it's right, hey, then, you know, we'll take it from there. That's then there's, like, crying and running. No, I'm joking. <laughs> um, but I do feel like there's a way that you have to be um, smoother about it, yeah. right? And there are some times where it is just timing. There's not necessarily the, the person, but you know what? I got. I do have a professional focus that I'm focusing on. You know, I am trying to uh, get another degree. I'm working at nighttime. I do. I have a special project I'm going to be going on. I'm taking over a new uh, division. I got to work on that. I need may need to do some travel in my job. You know what? I just can't focus on this relationship right now. You know, not nothing to do with you. I still feel for you. I just cannot focus my dedication on the relationship right now. Also, sometimes I think it has to do with age and circumstance too. Um, I meet people that are both in graduate school, one in in maybe you know, Ireland and one in America, right? Mm-hmm. And they'll say, we're we're the type of people that need a lot of time together, and we can't spend that time in these two different places. Why don't we end the situation and then see what happens if in three years when we're done with what our studies, if we if it all matches back up? I mean, so there's lots of reasons that you may have to leave someone. Um, if you find out they're married, a lot of people do that. Mm-hmm. You've been dating for a while and find out the person is married. That's an immediate breakup. That's a hey, look, look dude. Right. Find out you got a wife. Right. Well, you, find out you got a husband. It's over. Right. I don't date married folks. It's over. Right. And that's not one that I think, and a lot of women, especially women, play this one out too long. They find out they're married. Then they, they listen to the whole story of we're still legally married, but we're not together. We've been apart. And, and I'm the type that as long as you still have papers, mm. that's your spouse. And so, ladies, when you get when you're in this situation, number one, it tells me you didn't write, ask the first questions up front. Number two, it tells me that they're probably trying to hide it. But when you find yourself in this situation, this needs to be an immediate cut because the person will hold those types of things secret from you. Then you don't know you don't know them. Right. You don't know them. At least if someone tells you something up front, <clears throat> hey, they're separated from their spouse and. They're dating and their spouse knows they're dating. Then if you can believe that, then you have a choice to make. But I'm one that believes if there's still papers, there's still a relationship, and there's still an opportunity for that person to to um, reconcile with that other person. Right. So basically, you know what? I'm stay out of it. You're still in that relationship. But you finish that, and whatever that came, whatever that ends up, it is what it is. But it's not really based on me with this relationship we're trying to have. We're trying to have. Mm-hmm. Now, there's a, another question that, that I've been asked a couple times about how to break up in these circumstances. I've got a couple of people that tell me that, hey, they were dating a girl maybe through the winter season and everything was okay. Right. They came across the summer season and found out her hygiene wasn't what they needed to be that time of the year or whatever. Sure, sure. So right. how do they manage breaking up in that situation? Do they tell them? And, and for some people, that's not a brass tax issue. I think for a lot of people it is. Yeah. Hygiene oh, is a yeah. brass tax issue. So if you find out hygiene is an issue, I think that's one of those things you tell them privately, like, hey, it's a hygiene issue. Would you tell somebody that? I have never had to do that. 
But I have had people that, and hygiene can mean people that eat out of their nose. I've had couples come in where the guy finds out, hey, I did not know she did that. Right. And now I can't really I can't really kiss her anymore. I, right. I can't be intimate with her. I mean, so I, I find that I do think that's something that has to be said, yeah. Yeah, I think that's something that has to be said. Okay. I don't, I don't. I don't necessarily think so. But let me be honest. I feel like at a certain age, if we got to talk about hygiene. Well, I'll let, let, let the next person tell you that. If we, got, if we, I don't know if I'm invested enough to that's talk about hygiene. Because normally, that's what come up within the first six months, right? So it's not like you've been with this person five years all of a sudden. I think he was dating in winter season, right. and then so coming to so spring. You only date for three months, so it's not that much investment into it. So. Uh, no, we don't even give that much. I don't know. Time. Some people fall in love quick. It could be. I mean, you have to find out when you're being honest, when you're, when you're leaving quickly. You also have to do it in a way that, that works for you and for them. It has to be a win-win, right. right? And so if telling them is not a win-win, then it doesn't to me really. And then a lot of people don't don't want to hear it. It's like, hey, your own baby is bounced. And, and then I think sometimes I don't know if you can coach people through once something is a major issue I feel like it's hard to coach through because somebody could fall back into that. Right. And then every time he smells a bad odor, he may think it's her, even if it's not. No, but that's a right. serious thing. Or like people who have bad um, dental care, right? right? If the mouth is always seeking or there's plaque always there, that's an issue that doesn't always go away quickly. And so you, you have to kind of be, tell the truth, but know when to just say, hey, I'm just not in a position where I feel like we're going to work out. Right. So, hey, guys, thanks for listening. And, and do know that if you get bias remorse, there's no shame in ending quickly, honestly, and safely. Yes. Folks, have a great week. Take care. All right. Talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Geico presents sharing versus oversharing. Today, Bridget Griffin shared a video of her daily yoga routine, two self-help articles, and her new blog called Build Your Inner Bridge with Bridge. Girl, your sharing is turned into oversharing. No worries, Bridge. Geico has some info worth sharing with your seven blog followers, like how you could save money on your car insurance, update your policy, and report a claim just by visiting geico.com. How's that?